Hey everyone, and welcome to The Daily Word. Really glad that you have joined me. And for today's Daily Word, we're, we're going to focus in on this, this, this calling of the Lord to holiness, and in specific, to, uh, to pursue the Lord and holiness in Him and a life that is set apart and devoted to Him and in righteousness so that we don't forfeit our birthright. And the scripture that I, I'm going to share with you is, is a little, honestly, a little disturbing, um, the, the sin that's represented here. And I will tell you that uh, the thing about sin is, is that we, we are all sin-attracted. We, we're uh, attracted to sin in different ways, each one of us. We tend to um, think that other people's sin attraction is worse, right? We tend to minimize our own. And so I think part of what God is continually doing with me as I'm reading the scriptures and, and as, as I'm thinking about other people's sins, God keeps pressing me to say, but what, what about you? But where is, where is the brokenness and rebellion in you? Where is the sin attraction in you? What about you? And um, this is from First Chronicles chapter 5 where we read in verse 1, The oldest son of Israel was Reuben, but since he was dishonored, uh, but rather since he dishonored his father by sleeping with one of his father's concubines, his birthright was given to the sons of his brother Joseph. Now, um, this is also reminiscent in, in a, a way of um, Esau and how in Genesis chapter 25, uh, beginning at verse 29 there, we read about Esau selling his birthright to his, his brother Jacob, to Israel, for a, a bowl of stew. And it seems incredible to us. And part of what's going on there is obviously he's hungry, he's, he's, <laughs> he needs something to eat, but there's much more going on in that. It seems that he, in a sense, uh, despised his birthright. He didn't take it seriously, uh, who he was called to be. He, um, I, think, I think, really didn't understand the full breadth of what God uh, had before him. And... And so he forfeited his birthright for a bowl of stew. And, and to be honest with you, I think uh, Reuben, it's not really far off that, that he, he forfeited what we could think of, I, I believe, as the anointing of God. Something that, that each of us have, uh, each of us have a calling, have um, a, a will, uh, a have a, a, a pathway in the will of God. The scripture actually tells us that, that we are created anew in Christ Jesus, that we are his, his masterpiece. We're created by God to do good works that, that were prepared for us in advance to do. And, and so we, we really do have a path. We have this, this will, this purpose from God to walk in and, and there are trials and temptations that can, can actually cause us to want to forfeit that. The, the world is always tempting us. The enemy is always tempting us to go after the things of the world and always trying to, to lie to us and, and make these promises that what 
the world has to offer what is called sin by God is, is better than what God has in mind for us, is better than what God offers us, is, is better than, than dwelling closely in the presence uh, of God. The world is always trying to tempt us, the enemy, to, to think, for instance, that uh, anger is more satisfying than forgiveness, that, uh, that hoarding or excessive spending is more, more satisfying than, uh, than giving, than generosity, than, than walking in, in God's wisdom, that pleasure is better than, than holiness, that, that gossip is, is better than, than loving and praying for someone. And the thing about this is that the, the enemy can get us going down this path as he prowls around looking for someone to devour like a lion, the scripture says. He can get us going down a certain path. And, and the thing about sin is that it is, it is uh, perhaps pleasurable in the moment, but it is, it is, uh, it is, detrimental in, in such a deep way to our souls. And we end up, when we, when we give in to sin, well, we end up actually more empty than when we started. And the enemy is able so often to convince us, um, you know what, you, you, just, you just need a, a bit more, right? That the emptiness doesn't always wake us up immediately, that you know what, that didn't really work. This wasn't really satisfying, like it, the, the promise of it, the idea of it. And, and so the enemy so often convinces us to go further down that road, um, to, to go deeper into sin. I think of, of David as he's compounding his sin with Bathsheba, where, where he, he's lying and he's covering up and he's trying to, to get this this whole matter just sort of swept under the rug and he he goes all the way to the point of of having Uriah sent to the front lines and and killed in battle there's this this way that the the enemy would would capture us and and devour us and and take away from us this precious gift of of those things that God has promised in, in us, in our lives, and to do through us. And thanks be to God, there is forgiveness in Jesus Christ, that if we confess our sins, He, he, he is just. He, he, he will be merciful to us. He forgives us in Jesus Christ and, and, and leaves us um, just clean and restored to Him by the grace of Jesus, and we know all of that is true, and, and we see examples of that in David and Peter after he denies Jesus, this restoration in, in Jesus. And yet, what we also know is that, that though we are forgiven of our sins, that, that there, there are most times consequences to our sin, and, and not the least of which is missed opportunities for what God has in mind for us. And, and really the conviction and the encouragement here for me that I felt led to share, um, and, and it's honestly for me as well, is that we would be ever mindful of the fact 
that what God has for us is always better. And, and, a, and a key part of what trusting God means is trusting that what He has is always better. That as we feel temptation, as we all do, to whatever sin we might be attracted to at any given time period in our lives, and, and, and we can be tempted to think, okay, that's better than what God has in mind for, for me. And it can feel that way in the moment, but for us to, to trust in the Lord that what He has is always the blessing, what He has for us, the, the path that He has for us to walk is always headed in the direction of life. It's always to move closer to Him, to have more of Him, to know more of Him. And so let, let us endeavor then together to strive for holiness in the Lord and never, never trade our birthright as, as the children of God for anything because it is just not worth it. May it be so in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And until we get a chance to speak again, may God bless you and keep you.